today, you've all heard that hymn that is sung before our gospel, and it's referred to as the sequence. And the refrain that you've heard over and over again speaks about the paschal victim, the paschal lamb. If we were to hear Happy Easter in other languages, in Spanish we would hear Felices Pascuas. In Italian we would hear Buona Pasqua. We hear that Paschal theme over and over again. When we look at our candle, the candle is referred to as the Paschal candle. So why on earth do we arrive at the Sunday when we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Paschal victim, the Paschal lamb, the Paschal candle, all the other languages refer to it as Pasqua or Pasquas, and we say happy Why? Why Easter? Seems like such an obvious thing, but if we stop and think about it, it's like, huh, why in English do we say happy Easter when we refer to the day when Jesus rose from the dead? Now, there's an endless debate as to the exact origin or the exact beginning of the reference of Easter Sunday to Easter, but there's definitely a connection between Easter, why we call the resurrection, the day of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, Easter, and the direction east. Easter and east are intimately connected. And what is the east? What does the east mean to us? The east is the place where the sun rises. The sun rises in the east. That is, it's the place of the beginning of a new day. When I look to the east, what do I see? I see a new day that has begun as the sun rises. So Easter has something to do with that which is new. That which is new. So to further answer our question, we have to ask ourselves, well, what is something that is new? A new car is a car that we've never driven before. A new toy is a toy that we've never played with before. A new dress is a dress that we've never worn before. And those of you who have daughters in high school know this, right? Prom, graduation, it's got to be a new dress. It has to be a dress that I've never worn before. New means it's something that I've never experienced before. A new day is a day that I've never lived before. And that leads us to today's gospel passage. The very first words from John in today's gospel passage, what are they? It says, the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb. Probably doesn't say anything to us. The first day of the week, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb. But that was such a revolutionary thing for John to say. Why? Well, if you remember, what was Jesus predicting? What was he prophesying throughout his entire life? On the third day, I will rise again. Destroy this temple. And he was to his body. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. 
I will rise again on the third day. It was a theme over and over and over again. The resurrection happens on the third day. So why on earth does John this morning in his gospel, why does he not say on the third day Mary Magdalene went to the tomb? Has John forgotten or has John experienced something new? What is the first day? The first day for any Jew was the day when God began to create. It was the day when God began to bring something out of nothing. It was the day of creation. It was the beginning of something entirely new. So what is John doing? John is linking the experience of the resurrection to creation. This is something entirely new. It was such a strong experience that John had entering the tomb that he no longer saw it as the third day when Jesus rose from the tomb but it now became the first day, a new creation. Not only that, but we know that the Christians in the first century had shifted their Sabbath obligation from Saturday to Sunday, the first day, the day of Jesus' resurrection. And to us, that probably means very little. It's like, oh, whatever, one day, Saturday, Sunday, pick your choice. I mean, we go to Mass Saturday evening or Sunday. Who really cares what day? For the Jews, it was everything. What was the Sabbath? The Sabbath was the core of their relationship with God, the Sabbath. So much so that when Jesus broke the Sabbath, they were ready to stone him. They were ready to put him to death. Blasphemy. He's touched upon the core of our relationship with God, the Sabbath day when we worship God. And yet these Jews, these followers of Jesus, already in the first century, have had such an experience of Jesus Christ risen that the core of their relationship with God is moved to the first day. Something entirely new. What is it that they experienced? What is it that John experienced that was so life-changing for him? Jesus, ex John experienced that he was now in a relationship with not with someone who was, or with someone who is, someone who is alive. John entered that tomb and realized he had been given the opportunity to relate with that Jesus Christ who walked the earth, that Jesus Christ who he could touch, who he could speak to, who he could share meals with. And this Jesus wasn't dead, he was alive. He just wasn't something of the past. He was something of the present, the future, forever. This incredibly new experience was life-changing for the disciples. So the question is, do I believe? The question is, do I enter the tomb every Easter Sunday? And do I enter the tomb seen 
and do I come out believing? My dear brothers and sisters, every year when we celebrate Easter, every time we see the birth of a new day as the sun rises in the east, know that the Son of Man is risen and will never set. He is beside you. He is within you. He is alive.